This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This afternoon's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies for the Benefit of the Ummah. Continuing with the Q&A program, Mufti Sahib, this brother intends to go to Mexico in Jamaat and he wants Mufti Sahib's advice. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Before we give you news regarding Mexico and some, there's some interesting news coming through the wires now. Irish Foreign Minister slams five-state veto power at United Nations Security Council and their member, the Foreign Minister of Ireland. The five-state veto power at the United Nations Security Council has no place in the 21st century and is much used as spreading anachronism, the Irish Foreign Minister said on Saturday. Listen to this news here. The Harami Israeli terrorist diaper force and army, the Israeli army bombed 29 homes during the past 24 hours, resulting in dozens of casualties. There are only 25 medical staff remaining at Nasser Medical Complex, and that also, you must remember, the hospital. Israel forces arrested 70 medical personnel at Nasser Hospital. So remember this occupation boats and artillery continue to bomb Rafah. So this is now done with America and so forth. And you tell me these are people who are civilized and so forth. They are the super terrorists and only donkeys and idiots and khinzirs and swines will go and think that they are your friends and so forth. Like the Saudis or like the Emiratis and so forth and so on. So these people are worse than the donkeys and khinzir and swines and so forth. We should be very clear on this issue. Quran has said so they're even worse than them you must remember that today's news February 18 once again U.S. Special Envoy for the Middle East Humanitarian Issues David Satterfield asserted there is no evidence that Hamas or any other Palestinian resistance groups are stealing or diverting aid that is being delivered to Gaza you see how they speak so say straight Israel is impeding and stealing the aid and so forth and so on. They will turn it the other way. No, there's no evidence that Hamas is doing. You donkey, why can't you speak straight and say Israel is stealing it because they're the biggest crooks on earth. They'll steal everything. You must remember that. They stole the whole country and now they're stealing the medical aid and every food and water and bomb the reservoirs and the dams and whatever they can find. And these are supposed to be people who are the chosen people of God. 100% you are chosen. You're chosen for hell. That's what you're going. you Haramis, you super terrorists, you Oladul Khinzir. Quran says that their forefathers were transformed into swines and into monkeys. Chapter 5, verse number 60. All Allah states that remember that their forefathers were transformed. A complete metamorphosis took place. If you as a Muslim don't believe this, you're out of the fall of Islam. Nobody does a favor to Islam, you know. Yet I want to believe certain things and reject certain things. This don't make logic. Whose logic you're going to believe? These parliamentarians go and read today. I went to the shop. Sunday Times is headlines there. DA want to take Balula straight to jail and imprison him. So Balula Secretary General and so forth. So it's a comedy going on in South Africa. It's a big circle 
fracas is going on. You don't know who was who in the zoo. So these are your parliamentarians and your politicians. So as far as DA goes, we gave the fatwa many times. It's haram for a Muslim to vote for them. Remember that. You, my brother, you want to go to Mexico in Jamaat and all that. Very good. I assume and presume you are from Durban. So my nephew, mashallah, day in Durban, in Marisburg, is married to my niece, Yunus Muhammad. So you contact them, mashallah, they went to Mexico and so forth, and they will tell you about the halat and the conditions and everything there. You contact Hilal, the headquarters there, and they will tell you all the info required. Whether you're going in Jamaat or you're going in business or whatever reason, you're going to Mexico or you're going to Turkey or you're going to Makkah, Medina or wherever else, or Aqsa for that matter. Remember three, four things I'll tell you. Number one, you must see what is your intention. J.C. Niyat Vesi Baraka. Whatever your intention is, that is what will bear fruit and that is what you will see. Number two is this, all these food that comes from overseas countries and so forth, imported food, they can have 10, 100 halal certificates, it's not worth the paper on which is written. How many years you can ask all these groups who is to take for Umrah, for Hajj, I used to tell them, see, that as far as the chicken and meat and all that comes from overseas, imported to Saudi is all haram and not permissible. They can see the Maulana eating, Mufti eating, this one eating that doesn't change the fatwa the fatwa remains the same and now at MBS at the helm the murtad bin shaitan things are just gone from bad to worse remember that so whether you're in Mexico whether you're in Turkey Makkah Medina or in you know, in Switzerland so you must remember you must be extremely careful people go to Iran so you can't be reading Salat behind them the Shias are kuffar so beside that even the food so how did we survive for that 12, 13 days, we were living on fruit, we were living on vegetables, we were living on fish, boiled eggs and so forth and so on. So, mashallah, you have a healthy diet and so forth. So it's nothing, where there's a world, there's a way. When you have some taqwa, Allah will make a way out for you and show you the alternatives and then you feel you will lose money or whatever. Allah says, and Allah will give you such risk and sustenance from such avenues you never ever expected, anticipated. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu authentic hadith mentioned, you must remember, in Tirmidhi Sharif, where he addressed his sip to Rasulullah, his beloved Nawasa, Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu anhu. Sayyidina Hassan is the elder one. Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu anhu is the younger one. So the nikah took place in the second year during the month of Ramadan. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu was Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anhu, as mentioned in Musannaf Abdul and thereafter you must remember third year Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu anhu's Milad Mubarak birth took place and then fourth year Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu anhu's Milad Mubarak auspicious birth took place and you must remember Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa told Sayyidina Hassan da'ama yuribuka ila mala yuribuk 
Leave that which puts you into doubt and offer that in which there is no doubt. So that is what you must learn and that is what you should do. And your last point I want to make, you say you're going in Jamaat and so forth. So the greatest thing in Jamaat and that is we worry sometime about bringing Islah in other people's life. The greatest Islah first we have to bring in our own life. Self-discipline first is required. Then the people will see and then automatically you will become the magnet and then they'll be attracted to you and so forth. But contact Hilal day in Durban, the Marcus, and contact Brother Yunus and them there in Peter Marisburg. They went and spent a month or something there, mashallah, in Mexico. So they will tell you what are the things and what you should take and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. You know, every country got its own story time. I went to Argentina, I think five, six times or maybe more also. So day in Argentina, I would never go shopping alone, like, you understand, there to a shop and the malls and all that. They got a crazy custom there, you know, when you buy something and so forth with their currency and the ladies there, no haya, shame and modesty or iman and it, they don't have any shame and modesty. So they'll just come and give you a peck on the neck, you see, just give you a night kiss there, you see. So therefore, for the youngsters, it's a very dangerous place to go alone. Argentina, Brazil, all that. So I used to stand outside and my wife needs something, I say, you go inside there. So it's like, that. So therefore, you must know that what's happening in these countries here. Because some of these crazy countries are really crazy, you know. So remember, you don't know where to look. You look up, it's problem. You look down, also it's problem. You must remember that, especially if it's much summer, then it's crazy, crazy to go to these countries. Gee. Is a greater reward in providing suhoor for someone or perhaps providing iftar meal for someone? You know, Islam is for all times, all places, and all circumstances. So if that person, you must remember... We're listening to the Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies, Sony and Oni, for the pleasure of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to show right now if there is a little slight issue. Can Mufti Saab hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, Afzab. Okay. So I say Islam is for all times, all places, all circumstances. So you must remember this. So if a person is hungry, suhoor time, you can't tell him, no, I'll give you food iftar time. So if the person is hungry, suhoor time, sehri time, three, four o'clock in the morning, that will be the best time to give him. And what is the best thing to give? Date, ni'ma suhoorul mu'mini at-tamr. So you must remember Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, the best pre-dawn meal is dates. You must remember that. And the hadith in Abu Dawood and Mishkat Sharif and so forth. Doesn't mean you just give dates now. So you give him bread, you give him some curry, you give him egg, you give him some nice things like that and so forth. So that would be the best at that time. Iftar time, normally the masajid are full with food. 90% of the masajid in South Africa, you don't see if you want to see a crowd. So you must remember in the masajid, in the mosque, you must come iftar time. For you non-Muslims, you don't understand iftar time. Iftar is just sunset time. When the fast, now we're going to break. When the caller to prayer just says, Allah, Akbar, everybody is smiling now. So the dates are there, the water is there, the milkshake is there, the samosas are smiling, and a lot of the, the yogurt is there. And, you know, in Makkah, is one million, two million, three million people, depending when you go. If you go the last 10 days, 
it goes to two, three million people. So you must remember that 30 seconds, one minute is the silence in Makkah. That's the only time you will find silence in Makkah. Otherwise, Makkah is hustling, bustling, noise and so forth. Day and night they're busy. But that 30 seconds, when the Adhan goes, so you will hear like there's a silence for that. Because everybody's mouth is filled now with the dates and the water and the dugga. You know the dugga, the powder, which they put and place in the yogurt. And excellent it is in Medina Munawara. How they pull your hand. Come, come, come sit here by me. So, mashallah, Allah protect the Haramain Sharifain. Allah protect Majidul Aqsa and all our masajid. Allah destroy all these jutlas and all our enemies, remember, who want to steal and occupy our lands and steal our mosque and so forth and masajid and so forth. So it's all to do with circumstances. You know, Friday I translated the khutbah, Abdullah Awad al-Juwani. So I was there in Fordsburg. And mashallah, one point he said, very nice. He said, Sayyidina Anas radiallahu ta'ala no states that when the month of Shaban starts, so the Qurra, the Hafiz, they already go to the Quran and they're reading much more than they normally read in preparation for Ramadan Mubarak because they are preparing for their Tarawih, their quarter, their half, their Jews, whatever. And the rich people upon whom zakat is compulsory, already they started giving out their zakat and sadaqat now this month here. They don't wait only for Ramadan. Why? Because there are so many poor people in the world, Muslims, and they also want the quality of Ramadan. So we should be assisting them from now already. And remember, we don't have to wait till Ramadan. You give out advance. Your zakat is compulsory in Ramadan. But you start paying from now. Very good rush towards and hasten towards good deeds and so forth because this is they need it now so see in Gaza that the people are eating grass and they're eating all the things there that are meant for animals and so forth because of this apartheid terrorist Nazi regime and America the Haramis the super terrorists and so forth so that is why as much aid that we can give and inshallah Allah Ta'ala alleviate their plight and grant them victory against the enemies. Mufti Sahib, this person has requested for a dua for protection against drowning. Remember the dua you should read mentioned in Sunan Nasai, mentioned in Mustad Ahmad, various compilations. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-gharaki wal-haraki Allahumma inni a'udhu bika Oh beloved Allah I seek protection min al-gharaq that I drown wal-haraq and that I get burnt you don't see accidents takes place and then the bodies are burnt beyond recognition Allah forbid so all these type of duas were taught to us by rahmatulil alameen sallallahu alayhi wa but we also must use our common sense you know common sense today is no more common you know i was a young boy three four years old or so in tongat so my brothers and all of them they went away there indian beach tongat beach so i'm looking i'm a small lighty you know and nobody is there holding my hand so i saw them jumping in so i also jumped in 
and then I'm floating away and nobody's coming to my rescue. So Allah reward the Auntie Zulaikha. She's there, you'll understand, in King Ross with Bankside now. So you must remember, mashallah, she jumped in and pulled me out, you see. So this was when I was four years old or three years old or five years old. Nobody can give me my exact age. But it's around there, you must remember that. So what Allah's help. So if you know you can't swim, so what you're doing there in the ocean, first of all? So then you can't be reading this dua when you're an idiot yourself, you know. If you know you can't swim, you sit outside quietly. Small children, now it's different. Now you big guy and you want to jump there in the ocean and all that. Say, let me take a chance. It might be the last chance you take after the janaza, you know. So we also must use our common sense. You say, no, give me the car key. I'll go spin the tires. But I don't have license. And then the body is lying there beyond recognition. So who's faulted? You're not shaheed, nothing like that. So so when you do haram things and all that, then you're not shaheed. The bounties of all Allah cannot be obtained through haram means and haram ways and so forth. So therefore these duas are very important and go open Sunan Nasai. He brought 65 abwab chapters on isti'adha, the most in the famous ahadith kitab, Kitabul Isti'adha by Imam Nasai rahimahullah. It's called Sunan Al-Sughra, Sunan Al-Mujtaba and so forth so you must learn the science of hadith today when I was there with a shop and I was just glancing at the headlines in my head but I just see what this paper got so one Molvi came with a Salafi character he said I want to ask you certain questions of hadith you know so he's asking me there in the shop and that. so I asked him what's your name so he gave me he said I got nice books and library but you must come I want to ask you and all he wants to ask me but I must go to him now you see so I want to ask him first of all do you even know the adab of hadith and all the student must come to the teacher or the teacher must go to the student Harun Rashid is a big Khalifa he told Imam Malik Rahimamullah oh Imam Malik that you must come teach my sons yeah in the royal palace and all that and your wages will be so and so these are the great great giants Imam Malik told him al-ilmu la yuba wa la yushtara you must remember that you tell your sons they want to study hadith they want to study fiqh by me they must come by me they can be prince they can be king they can be ruler they must come here not we go to you this knowledge is not for sale you know because you are the king or the ruler or khalifa so we must make ourselves cheap so that is how you must show your independence and istighna and so forth because we have lost that so therefore they treat the ulama and the scholars and that badly because we compromised ourselves you must remember in this type of things is it the wife's duty first to her husband or to her parents the hadith Sheikh Sabuni our beloved teacher whenever we used to meet him there in Makkah Mukarramah we used to kiss his hand or kiss his forehead that was in Makkah and in Medina he hailed from Halab from Aleppo and he spent over 50 years in Makkah sometimes he made imamat there by the Kaaba Musharrafa when there was no imam Tarawi time the first night imam is gone that thinking now 
now there's no moon and uh, then the moon saw me saw the moon by the time the imam come it take him half an hour so traffic and what have you so imam sheikh used to go and perform the ten rakats he told me himself he made imam like that several times so you must remember sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni rahimahullah buried in Turkey Istanbul in Medina Munawara our famous sheikh was sheikh Umar Falata so from Nigeria 49 years he taught hadith sharif in Al-Majid Nabawi African sheikh so we took his hand and forehead and so forth you see every day we send out hadith from Ibn Majah so there Maulana Ahmed Dokrat Hafidahullah so Allah reward him reward our Maulana Salim Karim our Maulana Musa Lahir our Maulana Abdul Aziz Ahmad they all helping us on this great journey you know to educate the Ummah Allah Ta'ala reward them so anyway so the copy I use is his copy that he gave me so he told me come here I'll give you some kitabs so wonderful wonderful copy remember every hadith they evaluate and they tell you that who is weak who's strong what this what that and all these kind of things wonderful wonderful copy of Ibn Majah so anyway you must remember this so we are speaking about what we were talking about the so what was the question of his body I'm just going back to my messages I was looking at the next message um some order they got it so you must remember i got it is all right so you must remember that that is all right i got it i got it i got it so you must remember that sheikh sabuni gave me the book aziwajul mubakkir so that is i was telling you he should give us lessons and sometimes he just give me a kitab he say take this kitab i still got it and he wrote his name and he said and my, my, my brother in islam and all that so anyway every alim every student you should get it you understand aziwajul Mubakir, that get married quickly and so forth. So in there he mentioned this beautiful hadith Sheikh Sabuni and it is mentioned in Mustadrak Hakim. Now listen to this hadith. It will give you all the wonderful answers that you are asking now. Inna a'adaman, so inna a'adam al-haqqi or inna a'adam al-nasi al-rajul. So remember that the person that who has the greatest rights over the husband even after his marriage, ummahu or his ummuhu is his mother. Inna a'adam al-nasi haqqan al-rajul, ummuhu is his mother after marriage, not his wife. So first is your mother, then your wife. So daytime make khidmat of your mother, serve her, ask her what she needs, all that. Press her legs and all that if she needs that you know and so forth some medication whatever night time you may khidmat serve your wife and children and so forth that is Islam and the person who has the greatest rights over the wife is who Zawjuha is a husband first then her parents so you got your daughter married 18, 20, 25 years old so then you had authority the parents but after the ziwa after the nikah so the husband has the greatest rights she can't say every week she want to go visit the parents and so forth no so if the husband says I'll take you once a month it's fair enough so you must remember that so what the husband has the rights that amount of rights the parents will not have on her after marriage is there any prohibition for children playing out during zawal time sunset and sunrise time 
Remember the hadith about the wife and all that, and the husband is mentioned in Mustadrak Hakim. Anything you ask, we have to look for dalail and evidence. We can't be saying it's written in this kitab and this kitab. Then you come with some Urdu, Gujarati kitab from, you understand, some Saharanpur and Lalpur and Lailpur and all that, Kolvatpur and Dabelpur and all these things here. And some Lal kitab from India, our great-grandfather, great-grandmother brought. So these are fairy tales you must remember. When you claim and say something, Chief Dalil, where's the evidence? So where's the evidence that children can't play sunrise time? Where's the evidence that children can't play, you'll understand, Zawal time? Our people call it Zawal. It's a wrong term also. So remember, I see the new timetables, but you know, the perpetual timetables coming out. Allah reward our ulama who are changing it and the people. I see they're writing istiwa so istiwa like today istiwa yeah by us was 12 22 12 23 around there you must remember that when the sun is at the zenith so that's the proper term to use istiwa zawal means that it passed the zenith so when it's zawal it passed it then you can read salat but our people use the term zawal for istiwa so therefore you need to be careful so then also children can play and so forth yes when it comes to sunset, then we have dalil, we have evidence, hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Habibuna Rasulullah said, when the night is approaching, the sun is about to set, his last five, ten minutes of the day, and now the night is approaching rapidly, bring your children, four, five, six, seven years old, inside, inside the homes, don't let them play outside. There's the time Shaitan is now moving around. They're prowling the streets and they're going to have their big meeting, the meeting of Iblis and the cronies and I was Lucifer and his chamchas and sidekicks and so forth. I remember my beloved mother, what we knew about Hadi Quran. We just enjoyed our soccer, cricket, run around here, there. Say, come on, get inside and all that. Say, no, one more penalty, one more over playing cricket, you know, and so forth. So you must remember that we were crazy when we were four, five, six, seven years old. That that was our life. You know, we had a location. We had open space. I had my ball. I had my cricket bat. And, and I'm the captain, obviously. If they make nonsense, I just walk away. So they all must behave, you know, no fighting and all that. So you must remember this. So that was our life in the location. Wonderful life. That's how we became tough and strong, you know, not bylaws and weaklings. And so I don't like these weaklings. You must be a tough guy. You must show the jutlas. We're going to take them on. They tell me they want to finish me up. I'm waiting for them. One settler, one bullet will settle the issue, you haramis. So you must remember these type of things here. So the hadith is in Bukhari Sharif. Maghrib time. Qubail al-Maghrib. Just before Maghrib, get all your children indoors and so forth. Now you don't listen. Then what happens? Quran says, وَشَارِكْهُمْ فِي الْأَمْوَالِ Last night, you and your wife, you enjoyed, you understand, conjugal relationship. This morning, Sehri special you gave her, you see. So your wife and whatever. I'm asking you, did you read the dua? Friday, I had nikah. I had to go twice to Joburg. So Friday, I had to go for Jumma to Fordsburg, and then I had to go again to Houghton for the nikah. Our Suhail Pakistani, his daughter got married, Mahanur. Ma 
So Mahnur means the whole month filled with nur and radiance, you see. And the father-in-law Suhail and son-in-law also Suhail. So they from Pakistan and the boy from uh, and Mauritius and I had to speak in Urdu and English and a lot of things. So anyway, so I told him, bye, before you become intimate, not only for the couple who's married, for us old-timers also, before you go and fulfill the conjugal relationship, read Bismillah, Hadith Bukhari Sharif. Allahumma jannibna shaitan. Ya Allah, put shaitan far, far away from us, husband, wife. Wa jannibi shaitan amar zaktana. And put Satan, shaitan far away from our children. Husband, wife, just busy. The last thing on their mind is the dua. So when we don't read Bismillah before we eat, before we drink, before husband, husband-wife relationship. We don't worry of our children. Then we say our children are rebellious. They are you know, disrespectful. But you never did your job also. You never did the tarbiyah and the coaching training. So Quran says, fil amwali wal wa Then shaitan becomes your partner in your wealth. Shaitan becomes your partner in your children. And he will make for you false, false promises. And the promises of Satan, Shaitan, Lucifer are nothing but deception. We must remember that. So we need to look at what the Quran Sharif teaches us. That is the greatest constitution and in its pristine purity. Chapter 17, Surah Bani Israel and verse number 64. Allah Jalla Allah give us tawfiq. We go for a break now, inshallah. Is up. Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib. This afternoon's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies solely and only for the benefit of the Ummah. We continue after the break. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. 